going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kind of Funny X-Cast, your home for all things Xbox here at Kind of Funny. Of course, I'm one of your hosts, Snowbike Mike, and today I am joined by two incredible panelists, only one of my gaming dads. Of course, Gary Witta out today joining his fellow Writers Guild of America brethren and sisters out there currently on the line over outside of Apple for an international day of solidarity. So shout out to you, Gary Witta. Power to you and those writers all around the globe. Thank you for standing up and getting your voices heard. So we oh, will yeah. miss, of course, Gary on this very fun episode, but he's out there doing some good. Paris, you're back though. My gaming dad here. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. This, this is our time of the year, man. This is it. Xbox showcase is on the way. Looking forward to this episode. Really looking forward to it. And of course, if Tim Geddes is here, that means it's going to be a really hype episode. <laughs> and of course, I invited Tim Geddes on for our Xbox Game Showcase prediction episode. Summer gaming is in full effect. And Tim, nobody better than to bring the hype than you and I, big dog. How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. There's no time I enjoy more than this moment before E3, before Summer Game Fest, whatever it is, where we're just predicting things. We're just talking about what could happen right now. Possibilities are limitless. There is no disappointment. There is only fun. There is only hype. The only thing that is better than the prediction stuff is when there is an amazing showcase, and then afterwards we're able to just take it all in and talk about what we just saw. I'm hoping we get a couple of those uh, this season. Not starting off too great with the PlayStation Showcase side of things, but hey, really excited to be here on the Xcast and talk to y'all about some Xbox predictions because I'm I'm bringing some maybe not the spiciest of spice, but I got something good going. Tim, I love that. And, you know, I'm very excited to have you on the show. And you said it so well. The ideas and your thoughts are limitless right now. And that's the fun part about this. Because, Paris, we always talk about temper your expectations. Make sure you go in with an open mind. But right now on this episode, we're going to get wild. And I thought I was getting wild with some of my predictions. But I'll tell you what. You, the best friends out there, the Xbox audience, y'all got some wild predictions. So we're going to get really into the weeds, and we're going to have some fun with our prediction show. But before all that, of course, I have to remind you that this is the Kind of Funny X-Cast. We post each and every Thursday at 6 a.m. West Coast, Best Coast time on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and on podcast services around the globe. Of course, I say Thursdays at 6 a.m., but of course, you know, we've had a wild schedule here at Kind of Funny. We've had some incredible episodes, of course, from Phil Spencer joining us, Jeff Grubb, Ryan McCaffrey from IGN, and... Our last week's episode, where, of course, Big Red from What's Good Games, Andrew Renee joined us, and one Rod Ferguson from Diablo. Y'all so killing it. We've had a wild couple of weeks, and I want you to know the schedule's been all over the place, but we will get back to Thursdays eventually. At some point. At some point. We're going to be covering <laughs> Summer Game Fest. Yes. That means the schedule's going to kind of move around a bit. But hey, guess what? If there's a showcase happening, chances are we're doing a predictions episode. We're live reacting to it, and then we're going to break that shit down right after. Paris, what do so you got I for me? Jump, yeah, I have to jump in on your last point about all the amazing guests that we've had on the past few weeks. I was at the Diablo 4 launch party last week, and I got a chance to talk to Rod Ferguson. And he really enjoyed the conversation oh, that he had with you, man, Mike. that's awesome. And I got to give you your flowers right now because you've absolutely been killing it the past few months with the interviews that you've been doing, obviously being just being a host of XCast, period. You're one of the best in the business, dude. No, you really thanks. are. That was a great. That was a great interview you had with Rod. He enjoyed it, and that's the the good sign of an interviewer when someone goes out of their way to praise the interviewer. So, no. thanks, Paris. Job, dude. 
Yeah, absolutely. Hey, and real talk, Paris, how exciting is it that in a few short days, we're going to be down there at Summer Game Fest. Yes. We're going to be giving Mike Together. his first real, like, entire experience of what one yes. of these summer gaming events can look like oh. with Kind of Funny and with everybody. Oh, man, it's going to be a blast. Oh, oh dude, I've, I've been waiting for this moment for almost three years now with Mike. <laughs> I cannot wait. This is going to be so much fun. We're all looking forward to it. Of course, thank you, Paris and Tim for all the opportunities and the opportunity to grow, which has been the best part. Of course, don't forget, we are now Epic Games Partners, which means you can use our Epic Creator Code anytime you buy a game off that Epic Games store. If you upgrade your look in Fortnite, Rocket League, or Fall Guys, use Kind of Funny at checkout anytime to help support the team. And we want to thank Amazon Gaming and Summer Games Fest for partnering with us this showcase season. You can go to Amazon.com slash Summer Games Fest all summer long to discover the top new and upcoming games and, of course, we like to thank those that support us over on Patreon, our Patreon producers for a brand new month of June, our Casey Andrew, Delaney Twining, and James Hastings. Thank you all so much for supporting us. This X-Cast is sponsored by Summer Game Fest, Amazon Gaming, Shady Rays, and BetterHelp. But we'll tell you all about that in just a little bit. Guys, let's jump in to the fun. But before we do that, I have some pre-show notes that I want everybody to know because our good friend, Aaron Greenberg took to Twitter mm -hmm. to kind of not set expectations, but allow people to come behind the curtain and understand what's going on Give a little on Sunday. So I want to let everybody know, here's your pre-show notes for the Xbox Games Showcase and Starfield Direct. It will happen on Sunday, June 11th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. So find your time zone. It has a runtime of two hours. That's coming from Aaron Greenberg a lot. over there. They're also promoting that it will be streaming 4K 60 on YouTube. So Hell yeah. if you are a frames per second jabroni or you like the best quality, go check it out over on YouTube. But they're streaming on all of their different streaming platforms for you to watch. Of course, there is an Xbox Games Showcase extended on Tuesday, June 13th at 10 a.m. Pacific time as well, similar to last year. You'll go a little more in-depth with certain topics of discussion and games. But Aaron Greenberg answered the, some questions on Twitter this weekend from, from Xbox fans that I want you all to know about. Question number one wrote in, I assume no TV series trailers either, right? Aaron Greenberg with the answer, can confirm there will be no movie or TV show trailers in our games show. So something for all of you to know, of course, Fallout, the conversation currently, they just wrapped up filming. Will we see any of that? Not here. Not today. Not here. Next question. Will it be like last year that they come out in 12 months? The answer, no. We are Good. currently ditching that model, Good. just so everybody knows. Question number three. Gameplay of announced titles, please, and CGI for unannounced titles. Here's a big one for all of you. The answer, none of our first-party games in the show are full CG trailers. Everything is either in-game footage, in-engine footage, or in-game footage with some cinematics. Each of our trailers will be labeled so it is helpful or hopefully clear for our fans. I love that. I love the labeling. Big you know, deal. I feel like Xbox has done a good job of, of trying to at least set standards over the last couple of years. I don't feel like they've ever fully committed and hit that, but I, I do appreciate the attempts. Paris, what do you think about that really quick on this one? This is exactly what you want. Mm -hmm. You want them showing a representation of what I potentially could be playing. That's what I want to see from the showcase and the fact that they're not going to do CGI trailers. We're getting either actual gameplay or in-engine footage. It helps me to gauge what my excitement level should be when we get some of these reveals. So really looking forward to it. It's going to be good. 
Uh, I feel like Xbox is currently in their Goldilocks phase mm -hmm. where we've had different iterations of our summer game showcases where one is a little too hot. Oh, too many CGI trailers. One is, oh, we tried with 12 months. That didn't work, right? And it seems like we're just trying different formulas to see what is truly the right answer. And I feel like this is going to be another one of those attempts right now with the no CGI trailers. I, I don't want to go too far into this because I know we're about uh -huh. to get to the predictions and stuff. The thing with the 12 months is that should have been brilliant. That should have been something that we were all super stoked about and that worked great and, mm -hmm. and everyone's happy. But we're now 12 months out from that and we saw what ended up happening. I think that it caused more harm than good overall. Um, but I do think that reading between the lines of what's being said here, specifically about the CGI thing of what we're going to see is in-game footage, maybe some cinematics, but we will see in engine stuff for all of the first-party titles. That still is kind of... I think the same concept of the next 12 months without spelling out the next 12 months. Cause we all know things might shift or change. And at this point, some things might should shift and change uh, based on the, the level of quality. The game seem to be at potentially uh, with what we might get from Xbox game studios. Some exciting stuff for all of you. And our final one, question number four, Aaron, I recommend posting the famous quote, temper your expectations tweet. Some podcasts have mentioned crazy expectations we're going to do that today, ladies and gentlemen. But his answer, no plans to tease, temper, or spoil anything. Love seeing all the wild expectations. My advice is to just come in open-minded and enjoy the ride. And that's how I wanted to finish it. Some pre-show notes for all of you coming from, of course, Greeny on Team Xbox. Let you know what you can expect. A two-hour show packed with Starfield and, of course, Xbox games, which is going to be a ton of fun. But let's get into it. We got our predictions episode, and I'm really excited. This will be the official XCast 2023 Xbox Game Showcase Prediction episode. And we got a fun one for all of you because Tim has introduced a new system for our prediction episodes for our games content to help reel us in with all of our outrageous hopes and dreams for each show this summer season. Shout out to Jake Bakes Cakes and Co-op 64 for getting all this stuff together. Oh, I love um, that. Greg reached out to them. They did such a great job on the PlayStation 1. They were like, hey, let's do it for all the stuff. I we'll also be doing summer Game Fest kickoff predictions on Gamescast. So I like that a lot. And of course, we'll be hearing from Jake Bakes Cakes in just a little bit. I got a fun one from him. So this is how it's going down. Of course, I put out on Twitter. I said, hey, everybody hit me with your predictions, your hopes and dreams. But here's a fun infographic that we're using from the team that you can use. So, of course, the kind of funny X-Cast, uh, Xbox Game Showcase prediction format, follows this. Each person brings three predictions, a lock, a lengthy, and a long shot. A lock, what is going to hit, for how long is it going to hit, and when in the showcase is it. A lengthy, the classic kind of funny prediction that has multiple different caveats. Example, avowed is shown. We see it at least seven minutes of gameplay, and it closes with a fighting dragon. Of course, the long shot, the Hail Mary prediction that would make you throw a hat at a beer and ruin someone's computer. Of course, do that. those are our big three that we'll be talking about. I do have some fun side predictions that we'll get into throughout the show, but that's where I want to kick it off right now. Let's talk about our locks of the show. Mr. Paris Lilly, I'll start with you. What is your lock? So I, I put some thought into this because I, I think if I was just to say something like Forza, that that that's a layup. We, we all know that. Let's we, have we some fun. Get, Forza. get so, spicy, yeah, Paris. Fun with. Here's my lock. Here's my lock. We will see the new game from In Exile that is coming to the Xbox Series X, S, and PC. It will be an RPG. We will get actual gameplay footage for it. I'm going to save about three minutes. 
Ooh. I like that. Now, Paris Lily, is this a first-person shooter? Yes. Okay. Why not? <laughs> yes. <Okay. laughs> Interesting. Interesting. I mean, I, I think that uh, a lock might be a little bit of a long shot for me there. I do think that it's uh, not unlikely for it to be there. And them teeing up the whole non-CGI thing, everything you're talking about, gameplay and all that, that would make sense. I think that would be exciting. Mm -hmm. Do you think that that might be too much uh, of similar style games that they might be be showing off? Or do you think now is the place to showcase this? It potentially could be, but I think it'll be a thing of, hey, we want to let you know what our studios are working on. So here's what NXL has been working on since, I don't know, let's say 2018, and they're able to show actual in-engine gameplay footage or something like that, right? And do it for a few minutes so people can get a good idea of what it is. Maybe there's not a release date on it. That, that would probably be the thing because maybe it's still a little further out, but... To your point, I, I do think we're going to see a lot of RPGs at, at the showcase for sure. And I think this will be one of them. A pretty interesting one, of course, in exile has been a topic of conversation of what are they doing? Of course, shout out to Wasteland 3, but what's next for them? Also, there's another studio, Compulsion, that we'll talk about. What are they doing, right? But Tim, you're our guest. I want to kick it to you for our next one. What is a lock of the show? You know, I, I'm with Paris where like, I like to have all my predictions, even the locks. I like to add some spice because I don't like the easy layup mm -hmm, ones. Mm -hmm. I yeah. feel a little bad about this one because I feel like it kind of is a layup. So I'm going to even add some more okay, fun to it. Okay. And that's something that I'm very excited for. So I'm hoping it's a lock. Hi-Fi Rush DLC, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Last week, I want to say, we saw some leaked achievements um, that were expanded beyond the core game of Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi Rush, um, one of the biggest surprises of Xbox in the last couple of years. Oh, I absolutely adore that game. Um, and it's going to be very high on my game of the year list this year. Um, and I want more. And I feel like it'd be great, especially when you look at the success the game had on Game Pass, um, being able to continue to satiate um, the audience that the game has and keep it in people's minds as well. Um, this being a new IP, something that is very different for, for Xbox. When you look at their cast of characters and everything, um, a big fan of Chai and 808 and that whole squad over there. And I want more. Um, seeing the leaked achievements and all that, it, it's not enough data to go off of like, what is this going to be? So I'm hoping, Mike, that it's not just like a Sifu Arenas type thing where it's just like, oh, hey, it's like a new mode or something. I hope that it's actually like another chapter with a mm. big boss fight. Like I want, uh, I mean, in a dream world, three new chapters, all right? I want three chapters for Hi-Fi Rush. Maybe one big boss fight, two smaller boss fights. That, that kind of makes sense to me. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to say my prediction is lock Hi-Fi Rush DLC that is actual single-player content like that is core to the game, not just an extra mode or something. Um, it'll be in the first half of the show, and I'm going to say less than two minutes shown of it. Okay. Okay. I, I like that lock, and I'm excited for more Hi-Fi Rush. I think a lot of the Xbox audience wants more of that. I'll be interested to see what the music vibe is going to be like. What's the tone of the music will be a big factor as well for that, but great game. Good one right there. Uh, I have a couple. But I'm going to go to the viewers first because I asked all of you to come get involved and be part of the show. And I want to jump into one. Of course, friend of the show, Jez Corden, has written in from Windows Central Gaming. He writes, Fable to close the show, avowed to open, greatness in between. Starfield will demo some previously unknown features. Hellblade gameplay will be shown, not expecting any major surprises something like Banjo, but expecting some new IP, such as The Wandering Tower. And of course, I wanted to start off with Jazz because he knows a lot of awesome stuff. He's always in the know over with his team at Windows Central. But 
He gave up some easy bunnies that we talk about, right? Easy layups, which is Starfield. We talk about Forza. We talk about, of course, um, Age of Empires 4, Hellblade 2. Those are my like, oh, they're going to be there, right? So I don't want to have them as my lot because those are too easy. But I do like how he brings up, he thinks Fable will open the show or will close the show. Avowed will open. And that's why I talk with all of you guys. What do you think will open the show? Because my prediction is Hellblade 2 will kick off the show. Ooh. And Paris, you're with them too. Oh, we're getting some muted, muted Paris action here. <laughs> Oh, there my we go. dog was barking. Yeah, my dog was barking earlier. No, I'm I'm with Mike on that. Yeah, I, I really do think Hellblade Two opens the show. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it, think about it. If you think of it this way, it is the first thing that we saw with the Series X. So why not lead off the show with Hellblade Two and you end it with the release date of 2023? Oh, that would be, that would be a big deal. Oh, me. I like that. That would be very, very, very exciting. That is that would be a major win as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. To the Make point that I don't know. I don't know that like we can go that far. I thinking about what the show's gonna open with, I'm almost thinking what's the show gonna end with, and that helps dictate what I think it's gonna open with. I think the show ends with a new IP from Xbox mm. Game Studios. I don't know what. Maybe it is the Inexile one, but I do think the show ends with new IP leading into the Starfield Direct, which is more of a known quantity, right? So because sure. of that, go for it. No, I, please finish your thought, but go ahead, go ahead, please. I was going to say, because of that, I do think you open with something that is either a known quantity or something that like we need answers on. Mm. And that means either Hellblade or um, Fable. Mm. So mm. I'm, okay. I'm kind of mixed on that. No, my, my thought on what you were just saying is with, even though I know Starfield is its own thing, they've made it its own direct, but technically it is still part of the show. I almost feel like whatever you end with, is it going to get lost in translation with Starfield right after? So I do wonder how they play that. Do you end it with something really big that's going to get the crowd buzzing, everyone talking, but then go, oh, but now let's talk about Starfield for 30 minutes? Or is it more subdued? I I, I think how they close the showcase is going to be very interesting. That's why I think new IP, because new IP isn't the most exciting thing to people. People will get excited about sequels or remakes because they're known quantities. New IP, I think, is that perfect thing that we all want and we're excited for, but it's not the like kind of like, oh my God, everyone's talking about this new thing because they don't know much about it, Mm -hmm. right? That's why I think it is kind of the perfect segue into Starfield where everyone's eyes are set on that and we're all expecting it to to be great. Interesting. I, I, I like all your thoughts right there. I'm definitely going with Hellblade opening and Avowed closing. Fable is in the middle there, but I think Avowed and Hellblade are the two big ones that is like next on the docket for us to really dive into and learn more of. So I like Avowed to close out in a big way. Oh, I didn't say what I think is going to close. Actually, I I disagree with both of you in that aspect. I think you close with Perfect Dark. Oh, you're wild, Paris. (laughs) Okay, I I do like that because I'm on the fence of like, we don't see Perfect Dark. I don't... I think we don't, and it's funny because that's going to lead into my locks, which are two games we're not going to see, and my two games are no Gears and no Everwild, and we can add Perfect Mm -hmm. Dark into that, Mm -hmm. but I do think we're in a very interesting spot with Everwild where maybe this is the year to not even talk about it. Let's not even put any eyes on it, and maybe we as gamers can forget about it for a calendar year and talk about it when it's actually ready to rock and roll, but I could see us not seeing any Everwild at all from Rare. I'm with you on Gears. I don't think this is a year for Gears. 
but we got to see Everwild. We we have to. I, I I I damn near almost put that in one of my locks because I feel like we have such little information about it. You got to give us some kind of update on it. I, I think that needs to be there. I would say as far as another game, I don't think we see there. It's going to be stated at K3. Mm, I agree with and that. It w- and it would not surprise me if there's no Halo here. Wouldn't surprise me. I don't, Interesting. I don't think we need Halo. Yeah. That's in my lengthiest Halo. Oh, yeah. Halo must be shown here. This is a turning point for Halo where I'm on mm. the opposite side. You cannot go a year without giving us reassurance of a flagship title turning and going into the right course. And I think this is where you have to lean on certain affinity and say you have to step up and give us a title, give us some sort of in-game footage or give us some sort of montage where Halo Spartans are dropping in out of the sky and you tease us with a battle royale. You cannot go a full year without it. So let me ask you this then, since you're leaning onto the certain affinity aspect of this, when do you think we get it? Because I think that plays a lot into it as well. Date-wise... I mean, yeah. probably not till next year, but I think you have to give the Halo fans something to get excited about, especially on the 343 side. I think now is the perfect time to drop OG maps that you and I talked about, Paris, mm-hmm. before. Of like, It's time to give classic maps into this rotation. I mean, HCS just happened this weekend. They're still playing oddball on streets, right? Like, As great as it is to see like OG maps from week one there, I mean, we are two-plus years into this game. It's time to add something fresh. It's time to get some new blood in this. You know, I, I'm kind of in between on this with y'all where I feel like if Halo's talked about, Halo's only going to be talked about with the certain Infinity thing if it's this year. I think if it's not this year, it's too yeah. early. Like there, and that's Halo's what I think. had too much of a runway already to, of, of updates and conversations. If the next big thing is new and exciting, you need to treat it like it's new and exciting, and that just needs to be like a boom, it's ready. We're done with promises at this point, especially yeah. when it comes to, to Halo. Yeah, my, my thing on that, I'm, I'm, I'm with Tim on that. My thing is, I'm not talking about Halo again until I'm close, when I know I can deliver on what I'm showing. And if it's like, if they were to show it now and go holiday 2024, who the heck knows what could happen within the next year? And now you're disappointing people again because you weren't able to deliver on whatever the problems would be for Halo. I think the best thing you can do for Halo right now is put their heads down until it's ready until whatever certain affinity is doing is ready to go. You debut it. Boom. It's out a couple months later. I do like what you're saying though, about old maps in, oh, Halo, in yep. infinite. Mm-hmm. I do. I think that's an easy win that keeps people happy. That's something you don't need to spend too much time in the showcase on. And just kind of like, that is something that later this year, you know, they're coming just the news of they're coming. That's all we need to know. And I think that'll be exciting enough to like check the box of like halo was here in a positive way. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back to what you guys are talking about. Your prediction being no Everwild and no Gears. No Gears. Correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like something tells me Everwild's not here. I, I, Paris is right that it needs to be. I, I just don't think it's going to be. Gears is interesting where we are now, the, the, the countdown has started. We're going to get another Gears at some point. When is the time, though? It has been years since Gears 5, an amazing video game. And I feel like Gears 6 could sing. It could be something special. Is there Gears fatigue? There absolutely is. So I don't know when that, that moment and when that time is for them to, to announce whatever that is, whether it's a prequel or Gears 6 or something like that. I think that uh, I was more like, oh, yeah, Gears 6 is going to be here until we saw um, Aaron talking about the no CG trailers, none of that. I'm like, okay, maybe Gears ain't here then. Or is it the often rumored Gears Collection? 
and maybe it's gears collection in unreal five or something like that maybe Ooh. that's kind of the pivot on that gear six isn't ready to show but we can give you the classic gears games in unreal five or something like that i don't know that'd be that'd be cool i think unreal five is a very exciting selling point that we're going to start seeing yeah i don't but again mm -hmm. i don't know if we're ready for that yet i don't know if that yeah. that, that uh unreal engine five kind of coming out party for um all the remakes and remasters and all that is we're here for that yet but i hope so a lot of people writing in wanted gears 2 in unreal 5 a lot of people want that collection there is going to be a side prediction and we'll talk about a little bit of a, what collections may we see or may we not see but yeah those are my locks of course thank you to jez writing in let's go into the lengthies right now because this is where things start to get a little wild Love from it. a viewer perspective <laughs> and i'm sure from our perspectives paris give me a lengthy one that you like here but see, that's that's so funny coming off of what we were just talking about. My lengthy was going to be Everwild. I do think you, you rare shows it. We we get an explainer on what this world is, what it's going to be. I don't know, good four to five minute presentation for Everwild, and you close it with something magical like a unicorn or whatever crazy animal that they're going to have in this, this world of Everwild. That's what I think. Would, would be a good lengthy for them and again I'm, I'm trying to think outside the box here i don't go with the with the easy layups i think that one is something that could be a great surprise for them and you know appease a lot of fans have been anticipating this game yeah what is rare doing right like we know everwild yeah. is in the fold we know sea of thieves is getting more content updates all the time right like we will have a sea of thieves splash package somewhere in here to tell us what's next that's great we love that right what else is Rare doing? Because, of course, as Paris will tell you, he wants Banjo, right? As many of the fans will tell you, we <laughs> want more Rare IPs. We want Cameo. We want Jet Force Gemini. I don't know. We want Conkers, right? Like, there are people writing in looking for that. But the question is, like, what is Rare doing over there? And I think, yeah, shedding some light on what else is happening besides Sea of Thieves will be a big deal. Yeah. Tim, give me a lengthy. So there's the lengthy one. You know, it's uh, some fun going on here. I'm doing one of the this and this okay. pipeline okay. situations. Game Pass, native on Steam Deck. Talking about that somehow, okay. all right? Talking about I like that. working, partnering, continuing Xbox's kind of uh, forward momentum into being everywhere you want it to be. And guess what? A lot of us want it to be on Steam Deck. Uh, natively integrated, I think that would be a really big deal to, to speak to that enthusiast market using this showcase. And now here is kind of like a, a little tie in there where the and comes in of the lengthy prediction. Final Fantasy 14 coming to Xbox and Game Pass. All right. The thing, Final Fantasy 14 still has a subscription service. So I feel like mm -hmm. that, it, that gets a little iffy. I don't think Game Pass will cover that. But I do think in some way, Game Pass will have a, uh, there'll, there'll be some type of dealer situation where Final Fantasy 14 is available on it. Um, put those things together. You got a winning a winning ceremony right there, baby. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen on the go. So I'm 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 gonna add to what you're just saying because I, I like where you're going with that, and this kind of ties into last year's announcement with Riot that that Xbox is doing. Yes. So if they were to do some kind of partnership like that for Final Fantasy fourteen, I do see some kind of incentive for Game Pass users because exactly. that would be part of it so where there's a discounted subscription added benefits there there should be something that if hey if i'm a game pass subscriber here's my incentive to now want to go play final fantasy 14 so I, I think there would be some kind of tie into that yeah it's so interesting of course we know game pass is so big for xbox right and we know the partnerships 
have carried a lot of Game Pass while First Party's been slacking, right? And so my question is, is will we see a big partnership? That's a great one. I think the Steam Deck is a massive win, especially with the Asus ally out right now. Mm-hmm. You can start blending. Hey, Xbox on handheld is a big thing right now. But I wanted to do Family Pass, and I thought it would be time for Phil and the team to say, hey, it's yeah. out worldwide. I don't know if that is an announcement for this, right? In my mind, it does, but I think they really are trying to go to games, right? And, like, games is the big selling point. That can be a blog post. That can be an extended. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if we'll see the family pass, but that's when you talk about partnerships and game pass, how do you elevate it? Family passes on my mind. Paris brings up a good point, though, about how they covered the Riot News last year, where um, or even the Persona announcements of those mm-hmm. games coming to Game Pass. I think you're right that they're going to focus on games. I think it will be games, games, games. But I think Xbox has done such a good job with their play anywhere and like the way that they've communicated that messaging that you can kind of talk about a game, but then also talk about the systems and um, the the ecosystem of Xbox in a way that doesn't feel um inauthentic or doesn't feel like you're jamming uh, a square into a circle i think it really kind of like they are one in the same where xbox sees their hardware their software and their cloud services as one thing as opposed to how i think nintendo and sony look at their stuff that is a very separate experience i like that uh let's go into some lengthies from the viewers because this is when the viewers start to catch a little bit of spice and get outrageous <laughs> i have two good ones from them the first one Big Dookie writes in and says, the coalition announces Gear 6 with a reveal trailer with a release date for spring 2024, but that's not it. They also announce a partnership to develop a brand new Star Wars game based on the Mandalorian. We won't play as Din or Grogu, but instead another Mandalorian bounty hunter in the show's time period while the events of the show take place in the background. Katie Sackhoff. Of course, we have some gears, but also another project from the Coalition in the Star Wars universe. Now I want to kick it to my, my gaming dads and my homeboy. Yes or no? That's what I want to know from the viewers' perspectives. Tim, yes or no on this? I'm going no, where I don't think we're getting both of those. I wouldn't be shocked. You know what? I think there's more no in this than yes. Okay. Like okay. I think yeah. Gear 6, is. A, there's a maybe there. I think Gear 6 with a spring 2024 20, release date, that's a no. Uh, okay. And Star Wars, I that, agree with that. that's a no as well. Oh, Star Wars is a no. I, am I missing okay. something? Has there been a, a link between Coalition and, and Star Wars, or at least rumored that Coalition is doing something besides Gears? Not that I have tracked. I mean, okay. uh, there's something, there was rumor of a smaller project besides Gears somewhere in the mix there, but nothing Star Wars related that I've seen. Well, you might not remember, but years ago, um, I was theorizing that the Coalition should make a Star Wars Republic Commando game, and so much so that the Coalition tweeted at me and basically told me, stop saying it. Oh, that's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> but um, I'm with Tim. This is no on both of those. I mean, way too early for Gear 6. I, I That's very aggressive. I can't see that happening in spring 2024. And I would say, even if there was a Star Wars Mandalorian game, which is very possible, I don't, I don't see Lucasfilm Games locking it down exclusively to one platform. I'm seeing them putting it everywhere. So I'd say no to both. Let's go to the next one. Kevin Lanes writes in, and he says, Machine Games, Indiana Jones game with Harrison Ford to intro. <laughs> we then see five-minute gameplay and announcements. It is the Xbox console exclusive for fall 2024 release. Paris, yes or no to some Machine Games, Indiana Jones gameplay? Uh- 
I like what he's saying, but Harrison Ford is way too grumpy to be coming out in a game show <laughs> to actually introduce anything. So I'm going to say no to that. But I think the possibility of it being fall 2024 seems it's realistic. That wouldn't Ooh. shock me if that happened. So I'm going to I'm going to give this a 50 50 that okay. it could happen. I like that, Tim. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm kind of all over the place with each element of this where I want it to happen so bad. Pretty much everything you just said I want to see happen. Clearly, they'd want to be getting Indiana Jones out this year. The movie's coming out this year. Reviews don't seem too hot for it, um, but they didn't know that going in. They probably assumed it was going to be great. Indy's back, blah, blah, blah. Xbox has been known for bringing out big talent and celebrities on their stage. They love those big moments. Harrison Ford is obviously on that level that is the keanu reeves that is the the big holy shit you're here type thing uh but paris is right he's a grumpy old man but he's a grumpy old man that really likes indiana jones and i can see this kind of being a one last hurrah type thing for him um but i i think it's a little too early for the game but i hope it's not like that is machine gun machine games indiana jones is easily one of my like top three hyped xbox games so i'm hoping it's here I like that. My lengthy one, Contraband from Avalanche Studios. We will see gameplay of some car combat coming out of a heist gone wrong. This is what I'm really looking forward to. Contraband is one of my most anticipated games from what Xbox has shown us over the years. And I'd like to see more from what this team can do. Uh, Very excited. A lot of the audience wrote in about Contraband. Looking forward to some Mad Max car style combat and what else could be in this multiplayer world. So looking forward to some more from Contraband. But, everyone, we have more of this show coming your way as we're going to get in to the long shots, and we're going to get really wild. And I have a fun little game show for our two panelists right next to me, right after a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Amazon and Summer Game Fest. We are in an absolutely stacked year of video game releases, and you can find all of them on Amazon.com slash Summer Game Fest. I hope that you found a spare few hundred hours to play all the amazing games that have come out this year already. Gamers have been eating good this year, but this is the only place you want to be amazon.com slash summer game fest because guess what this summer there's gonna be even more exciting announcements coming through of so many more video games that are about to be on all of your favorite consoles like final fantasy 16 armored core 6 diablo 4 street fighter 6 mortal kombat 1 exo primal assassin's creed mirage <gasps> the list goes on and on you can go to amazon.com slash summer game fest all summer long to discover the top new and upcoming games as soon as they go up for pre-order or you can go check out the website now for everything you might have missed so far this year again that's amazon.com slash summer game fest for all of your video game needs shout out to shady rays for sponsoring this episode do you want to look as cool as i look Yes, you do, and you can. You can take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an unbeatable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that I've ever worn in my life. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair no questions asked you can wear your shady rays with confidence because they have your back long after you 
purchase. Exclusively for you listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. You can go to ShadyRays.com and use the code KINDAFUNNY. You can get 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. You can try for yourself the shades that are rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Promo code KINDAFUNNY at ShadyRays.com. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. It's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you and never take a moment to think about what you need from yourself. I know this from experience, how often it just seems easier to care about others and to keep it moving. But when we spend all of our time giving, it can leave us feeling stretched thin and burnt out. Therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Some of my very best friends use BetterHelp and love how helpful it can be for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash kindoffunny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash kind of funny. All right, guys, welcome back. We're going to do this rapid fire because my good friend, Jake Bakes Cakes, has written in with a really fun one for Summer Game Fest and all of our summer presentations, and I'm going to send it over to him. Hey, what up, everybody? It's Jake Bakes Cakes here with another set of Vegas-style bets for the kind of funny crew. For the rules, over under will now follow the traditional plus and minus setup. No exacts. So here's how this is going down. We're playing a little plus or minus over under with Jake's Bakes Cakes. He wrote in and says, over under Paris Lily, 30.5, 30 and a half total games shown over or under. Okay, cool. Under. I under 30 yeah. and a half. So that's 30 or below for Paris Lily. Tim. Hold on, Mike. You're looking at the wrong one. Scroll down. I'm going to use a couple of these is what I'm talking about. Oh. I, I just like a couple of these. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Uh-huh. 30. Games shown at Xbox Games Showcase. Of course, they love touting big numbers. They do. So, Tim, I want to know, do you think there will be more than 30 and a half? You know what? I think so. Over mm-hmm. 30 and a half. I think over. because so 31. I, depending on how I'd be looking at it, it's like last year there was three Persona games. Like, that adds up fast, mm-hmm. I think. So, yeah, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say over. Over. I like I like that. They do tout a lot, so I'm going to go over with you as well. Two hours is also a long time. Now the thing now, is, mind you, part of that is Starfield. Is Starfield. Yeah. So I remember that's going to take up a whole bunch, uh, a whole lot of the time. But uh, I'm imagining that's what forty ish minutes of Starfield, mm-hmm. hour twenty of everything else. Yeah. Here's a fun one. Twelve and a half new games shown. Now, of course, they have a lot of partnerships, a lot of indies they like to showcase. Pairs twelve and a half new games shown. Over. Uh, over. over. Oh, wow. Yeah. I love it. To what you're saying, because I think if we throw indies and third-party partners mm-hmm. in there, I'll, I'll say over. Tim? 12. That's a lot. But it's a great number. That's such a fun number to uh, think about. I'm going to go under. I think it'll be right next to 12. But, yeah, I think I think it's going to be around there. Yes. I'm going to stick with under as well. 13 is a very high number of new games to be shown. I think they left a lot on the table from last year with games that we still need questions on, Lots so I don't yep. know if we're going to show a lot of new ones. Of course, the Xbox team and a lot of the 
gaming world has moved away from fun celebrity cameos. But they still have a fun one every now and then. But now in the digital age, they don't really do it. But we have a fun one from Jake's Bakes Cakes. 2.5 non-video game industry celebrities appear. Paris, three gaming celebrities or two over under on two and a half. Now, when we say that, are these people that are actually in the game? Yeah, I mean, Vin Diesel could show up in Tark Art 2. Like, I'm cool with that, but like, what? Where do you think? Well, I guess that's what I'm saying. Are we counting because there's a celebrity in a game reveal, or does the celebrity mm. themselves have to I like that, Paris. I like that. If the they're show. in the game, I think it counts. Okay. Like, I think Vin Diesel and Ark is a good example. Idris Love Elba that. and Cyberpunk, good example. Yes. And that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't expect Idris mm-hmm. Elba to mm-hmm. be at any of these gaming shows, but we're gonna see him this week, right? So if we're saying that, then I'm gonna say, yeah, over. I feel like we always get a little too ready to shoot on this one. I'm gonna say under. Because I feel like there's always there is a couple, but I, I don't think there's gonna be that many, especially looking at Xbox this year. Summer Game Fest itself, I think, has a higher chance of getting, getting the true. celebs. That's true. Okay. Okay. I like that. Uh, there are a couple. When you think about it, Idris Elba, you bring up, of course, Vin Diesel with Art t- or Arc 2. There's, There's options there. So I'm going to go with over. I think you might see some faces there. Uh, let's jump into his Xbox-specific ones, which are some fun ones. 45 minutes of first-party content. Over under 45 minutes of first-party party content Paris Lily It's a 90 minute show not including Starfield cuz yeah. let's just take Wait, Starfield We're out taking of that. Starfield out of that. Yeah. We're taking Starfield out. So Dang, 45, 45 minutes, minutes without Starfield. Without Starfield. So 45 minutes of first party mm-hmm. reveals. Yeah, I think so. I do because I think there's enough there that they could absolutely fill their time with their first party lineup. So yes. I'm gonna say no. Okay, Tim, I like I like that answer. No, um, do you like that answer? Uh, I, I'm actually with you, Tim. Oh yeah. Looking back on last year, I don't think they hit the 45 minute marker. I could be wrong on that, but like when I watched back a lot of last year's, uh, the first party lineup was definitely lacking, and I think they've padded it out with a fair amount of minutes for certain games. But 45 minutes seems high. Uh, I'm gonna go with no on the first party c- content here. So under 45 so, minutes so, so, for so, me. Let's, let's talk about this one for a second. Lay it on it's me. interesting that both, both of you think that it wouldn't be that, right? So we're, let's just say it's a 90-minute show. So you're saying less than half of the show would be first-party content. I think that there's so much fluff and transitions and commercials and indie games and third-party games and um, like remasters and collections of old things. Like I think in services and all that, I think that that adds up pretty quickly. And 45 minutes is a lot. I think it's going to be close. I wouldn't be surprised if we get 45 minutes, but I don't think we're going to get more than that. I'm going to go on record and say, if it is that, I'm disappointed. Because I like that. there's yeah, yeah. so many studios that they have, and there's so many things that they can be talking about at this show for it to then be more indie third-party services related than the actual games themselves from Xbox Game Studios. Again, remember, we're including Bethesda in this, all of this. Mm-hmm. So I would be disappointed because and, that would mean you're there's still a lot of question marks out there oh, on yeah. things that you could be talking about. And I think that's where we're at. And looking at what Aaron Greenberg's saying about not getting the CG trailers, I think if, you, if, it, if they didn't say that and we were expecting CG trailers and that's it, 
I think it's a lot easier to be like, what are all these teams working on? Let's just tell the people because Xbox is in a great position right now to just tell everybody what everyone's working on. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of questions we have from the games already announced, from things we've heard before, but I still, I just don't, in my gut, I don't think they're ready yet. We'll be Man, counting some minutes during this showcase. <laughs> Our final over-under from Jake Bakes Cakes. Two and a half Xbox first-party games will get concrete dates. Tim Gettys, you get to start. Two and a half over-under Xbox games, concrete dates. Does Forza have a, a concrete Does date? Not. No. More than two will get a Give me one second. Think about it. Think about it. Think what you so got. So basically we're saying there's at least three games. If you're going yeah. over three games, get a date. Yeah. You can't include Starfield. It's already got a date. So you're not yeah. including yeah. Starfield. Uh -huh. So right now. First party games. First party nah, games. Under. 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 Okay. Paris, where are you at with this? Because here, you know the issue. I can add them up right now. Age of Empires 4 needs a date. Forza so, needs a date. I, I am going to go. I am going to go over for the simple fact of what you just said. We know Forza is going to get a date. Age four is going to get a date. So that means I just need one more. Yeah. And I do think there's another game that will come in 2023. For there's Xbox. a history so. untold. There's some games in there. See, that here's the thing. Like, do y'all really think we're getting another 2023 Xbox game with Starfield, yeah. with yes. Forza, with Age? They, they yes. need one. Yeah, it's not a they, question. Of I know they need it. I'm, 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 I'm saying it's Hellblade 2. I'm, I'm going to die on that hill until I'm proven wrong. I think Hellblade 2 is this year. I really do. Woo. So just that alone would cement it that, yep, we're getting that. I love that. So let's, I would say over. I'm let's hopeful. go over to a fun yes or no. We're going to keep these super rapid fire, and then we'll get into our long shots. Yes or no's from Jake Bakes Cakes on our fun segment here. Kojima makes an appearance. Uh, makes an appearance. Okay, let's see. I'm, I'm going to say no. Paris? I'm going to say no because he was there last year. Activision Blizzard acquisition gets discussed. No. No. Fable gameplay is shown. I'm so torn. Engine? It, it, does that include in engine footage or their, their actual Fable gameplay? I'm going to go with actual Fable gameplay because no. I think in no. engine you will get the sweeping view of it all. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. I'm saying no. Avowed gameplay, yes or no? Yes. Yeah. Perfect Dark gameplay. No. No. Rare makes an appearance, but it's not for Sea of Thieves. Yes. God, I want yes. I want yes to be the answer. I like that. All right, I like that. Uh, final one. Hollow Knight Silk Song makes an appearance. Ooh, that's a good one. It was there last year, but I'm going right. to say no. Because it because they they announced it, the delay yeah but they still said it was coming this year right uh, uh, I don't I don't think so I think they pushed there. out of that but yeah you might be right on that one I'm gonna say no since we're not 100 percent sure it's coming this year yeah okay. all right well thank you to Jake Bakes Cakes there's gonna be a lot more of those fun ones throughout all of our summer showcase season so keep an ear out for those ones but let's go into our long shots and let's get really wild with this one and i'm gonna kick off my first long Please shot do. this is this is my hoop dream right here mm -hmm. io interactive shows up and you get the theme james bond shows up that's oh, all man. i want oh man there's like a zero percent chance that this happens but man oh man you would love to see io interactive show up you know why i think it's a zero percent chance keely because we'll already have seen it a couple days oh, before at Summer wild. Game Fest, baby. 
Paris, give me one long shot. Oh, and you already know my layup one for that. That's a long shot. I, I have to say it. Banjo-Kazooie. You got to say it. Yes. You got to say I, it. Now, here's the question, though, Paris. Do you want it to be rare, or do you want it to be someone else? At this point, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even care anymore. I'm with just, you. Just get, make, put it out. Like, I've done, like, five different prayer circles this week that it'll hopefully come. So, yeah, that's my long shot, because much as, as much as I want it to happen— I mean, I, I have no confidence that it's going to happen, even though I guess this is the 25th anniversary year, I believe, for Banjo. So if you're ever going to do it, now's the time, but we'll, we'll see. A lot of best friends wrote in about Banjo. The question, of course, rare, double fine. Who's doing it? When will we get mm -hmm. it right? Like there's a lot of people want it. A lot of people want it. A double fine Banjo would be really interesting. Doesn't seem like something that they would be interested in, but if they were interested, oh my God, I'd be very interested yes. in playing that game. I think that Banjo is inevitable. I don't think it's going to happen for a couple of years. And yeah. my Banjo bet would be down the line when the Xbox Activision stuff goes through. I can see Toys for Bob or, or one of those dev teams making a banjo game and absolutely knocking it out of the park. They did it for Crash 4. Um, they, they, we saw it with the Spyro Reignited trilogy. Like that entire team over the, the teams that uh, Activision has under them on the platformer side, they know what they're doing. They know how to treat things with nostalgia but also push them forward. Um, and I think that banjo is like a perfect setup for that. But we're many years away from that. Tim Gettys, give me a long shot. So here's my long shot. Capcom's logo hits. Devil May Cry 6. Devil May Cry 5 came out in 2019. Now, four years ago. Absolutely incredible video game that was first revealed at Xbox's E3 Showcase 2018. So, some precedent of Devil May Cry being associated with Xbox in modern times. Um, on top of that, you see the Resident Evil games and how amazing they've been, whether it's Village and mm -hmm. 7 or Remake 2, Remake 3, Remake 4. Those being tied to the PlayStation side of things uh, in terms of marketing, um, but being multi-plat titles, I feel like Xbox wants to have a partnership with Capcom that is meaningful. Um, of course, they have things like Dead Rising uh, and things like that, but I do think that Devil May Cry... Five T's six enough that I do think it's inevitably going to happen at some point. I definitely want it to happen. Um, so, yeah, that's my long shot because I don't think it's a slam dunk, but I will lose my shit if it does. I like that you bring up Capcom because Big Dookie wrote in again, again. with Capcom. <laughs> says Capcom logo trailer shows violent zombie hordes being fought off, survivors running away while some falling to their demise. Locking themselves in a large security office, a camera frame overlay is revealed, and it zooms out to show hundreds of zombies infecting a mall. Photos are being taken, revealing a journalist behind the camera, miles away and adjusting or adjacent to the building. It's Frank West. Dead Rising remake in the RE engine, coming January Ooh. 2024. Talk dirty to me, baby. That, the RE I, engine. Throw everything in that thing. That is a wild date, but yeah. Dead Rising, bring it back for sure. That's what I want on the Xbox side of things. I'd cool. love that. Big Dookie feels your Capcom fun. Here's a couple wild ones coming in from the audience right there. Thunderdome Gaming writes in and says, Paris Lily, get ready for a killer combo. Killer Instinct is back. Is back. And building on top of that, the Backlogs writes and says, Killer Instinct is announced as KI versus X, an Xbox-branded fighting game now most of the 2013 KI roster returns, but the other half of the roster is comprised of Xbox IP. Chief, 
Chai, Phoenix, Doom Guy, and more. Get fucking hyped. I love that. Not going to happen, but man, that's how you sell me on playing a Killer Instinct game in 2024. <laughs> that would be wild. Paris, of course, we do know that our friends over at Iron Galaxy, you know, Rumbleverse, not a thing anymore. Could leave mm-hmm. the door open for talks of, of course, Killer Instinct. Are you and I willing to now say Killer Instinct? Maybe we, we're with that fan base and we stand strong with them? I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say any different. I know that. Yes. <laughs> we know better, Tim. We've learned. We know better Yo, over here. You guys, real quick, I just want to let you know. Want it. <laughs> this this weekend, I was playing my PS5, and a message pops up that was like, like, hey, it's like overheating. You should turn your PlayStation 5 off before it causes some problems. And I took a picture of it, and I tweeted it, and I just said, oh, no. Only meaning... I'm upset because this is this seems bad, and I'm playing a game, and I want to keep playing the game. The amount of unhinged responses. The console <laughs> wars are so real in the so scariest, real. scariest way. I'm like, I wasn't trying to make any political statement with this. Like, people coming after me every freaking which way. PlayStation defenders being like, this, this never happened to me. Never happened to me. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, like what the hell, man? And, oh, God, I had just... I, I'm well. with you guys. I understand you wanted to be on the support of the Killer Instinct uh-huh. fans. We're on that. Okay? That's right. Make sure <laughs> to team Gary's up with fault. them. Uh, it's all Gary's fault. <laughs> I will hit us with another long shot as we go around the table one more time. Of course, I'm going to go with the third, and I'm going to team mine up with Matthew B. Because I write, id Software announces Doom 3. We get the next hmm. Doom game. And Matthew B. writes in and says, Wolfenstein 3 is announced and has been in dev for a while and is coming next year. Kind of a spicy one with the next year, but it's time for the thirds. Time for the trilogy to come to a close with these three. Wolfenstein 3, Doom 3. Will we get those, you two? I think with uh, Machine Games on on Indie, we hear about that before we hear about Wolfenstein. And Doom 3, I think, is a lock for next year. Okay. I'm, I'm actually... Complete alignment with Tim on that. I don't think this is a show for either one of them, but I think we'll hear about Doom before we hear about Wolfenstein at this point. Paris, take me to another long shot. Okay, so mine is a little a little wild, but um, you know, we talked earlier about studios that we know are working on things, but we don't know what they are. So I already mentioned In Exile. The other one would be Compulsion Games. And not only are they going to announce and show the new IP that's coming from Compulsion Games, it shadow drops next Sunday. Wow. Interesting. Following up Hi-Fi Rush, they found some yep. success with it. I think you do it again, and this time it's Compulsion Games now, with whatever it is they're working on. Here's a potential issue with that. Are they going to want to shadow drop something knowing that their Starfield Direct is happening right then? Like right after. Um, good point. <laughs> hey, didn't think it through, but they could always um, say later tonight. They could exactly. say after say Starfield. Yeah, you say after after Starfield Direct. Now you can download it if you have game, whatever, whatever they announce, Game Pass, whatever. But yeah, that, that there you go. Right out, you, you say it's right after Starfield Direct. I, yeah. you know, I like that though. Compulsion. Um, if I remember correctly, they're the ones that did that that PS4 launch title game, right? That was um. The, the woman wearing red, uh, very Coraline Ooh, um, inspired contrast. contrast. Yes. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, yeah. And I, I expect that type of smaller mm. game. And I feel like okay. that'd be, that's perfect. I mean, Hi-Fi Rush-esque mm-hmm. even. 
Um, exactly. That's that's exciting. I think that'd be cool. And and that's my thought. And not to mention again, putting the tea leaves together, they did just hire like a senior communications manager or something Mm. like that. So clearly they're ramping up to something. Why not? This would be again, a great goodwill thing. You did hi-fi rush at the direct. Now you followed up here at the showcase with compulsion games, dropping something it's available the same day. You know, people would love that. But I, I will say, because I'm sure, you know, someone on Xbox is like, God, please don't set that expectation that we're shadow dropping at every show. Because if they were to do that, then whatever the next show, what else are they going to shadow drop? But mm. I hope they do. I, I really hope. They here, do. A, a counterpoint to the shadow drop. I feel like they are hyper aware of what's going on right now in video games. And Hi-Fi mm-hmm. Rush dropping, that was like, oh, man. We have something before the rush of everything. Right now, mm-hmm. we got Final Fantasy 16. We got Street Fighter 6. We have Diablo 4. We have Tears of the Kingdom. We have so many games that people are going to be playing during this time on top of Summer Game Fest, on top of the fact that it's confirmed that Final Fantasy 16 is going to be dropping a demo um, in before launch, which is the next couple weeks. Most of the things, not most, some of the things I'm talking about aren't even on Xbox, but I can see Xbox not wanting to put out a game to potentially not the biggest fan base possible and the most uproar they can get. Yeah, but you you know, one game that would slip so well into all those titles, Forza, being dropped today would be a big deal. Everybody knows what Forza is. (laughs) Everybody knows what Forza is. It's time to get it out. It's they need time the for us to play that. They, 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 yeah. Like they need, they need. Forza is the type of game I think that like the this, the marketing and the story can't just be. And it's out now. You already know what it is. You're gonna like it. I think for this Forza in particular, they're gonna want all everything firing together to make it look like Forza is a big deal. And this Forza, Forza Motorsport is back. Just like Horizons last year, winning um, IGN's Game of the Year. Like they want that type of disruption when it comes to racing games meaning more than just a racing game well said yeah i mean true that i like that tim mm-hmm. give me one more long shot before we got to get out of here um i only prepped one. Oh, okay I well only, i got a couple I only for you one right here. um you ready nolan m writes in and says rumored persona 3 remake announcement drops at the showcase we you talked about the partnership one. what about persona 3 remake I, you know i i don't think it's likely i like okay. that it's a long shot I'm with you, though. I, I think that when Persona 3 Remake does get announced, because I think that it will, I don't think it's going to be where people expect it. I don't think it's going to be at a random Persona concert in Japan or TGS or any of that. I think it's going to be at an Xbox Game Showcase or Summer Game Fest or something where you're like, huh, Atlas doesn't normally do that. But I think that they're going to try something different. Okay. I like that. And our final one comes from Ricky Maru. Xbox is teaming up with From Software for the first time since the 360 era for a new timed exclusive, Tenchu, a revitalization of the difficult stealth ninja franchise. I like it. It's a fun prediction. You've got to imagine that Xbox wants to have a exclusive FromSoft game, especially in this era. Bloodborne is such a huge mega hit. Being tied to PlayStation is a major win for them. So I can see Xbox wanting that. I don't know that Tenchu's the move, but I also don't know Tenchu's not the move. Paris. Just adding on to that, because I was it kind of back on my head as a crazy conspiracy theory, even if it isn't from software, I see them making an announcement for a with a major Japanese studio day one on Game Pass. Something. I don't have no idea what it is. It could be something like that. But there's going to be something to appeal to the Japanese audience. It's day one on Game Pass. I can see that being announced. 
There are so many more predictions out there that we didn't even get to cover. Of course, our time is up, but that doesn't mean the conversation has to stop. Of course, you can get down below in the YouTube comments. Let me know your locks, your lengthies, your long shots, and your hopes and dreams Mm -hmm. for this big summer showcase coming up on Sunday. Of course, the Kind of Funny crew will be live reacting to your Xbox Game Showcase and the Starfield Direct, along with all the other summer showcases. But since we're the Xbox Podcast, we'll remind you that this Sunday we will be live for your pre-show during the live reacts. And then we, will, of course, will record a live Kind of Funny X-Cast right afterwards with our live reactions. Paris Lilly, my gaming dad, what you got on your mind? I unfortunately will not be a part of the live reaction because I will be in Los Angeles and I will be at the showcase and at Xbox Fan Fest after that. So if you are in Los Angeles, you're going to be a part of that. Please, if you see me, come say hello. We'd love to talk to you. Go say hi. Absolutely. And yeah, just letting everybody know a little bit more on the the overall kind of funny game side. Twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, youtube.com slash kind of funny games. Definitely subscribe and prep your whole days. Hang out with us for all these different showcases and announcements and breakdowns and predictions and everything. It's going to be a blast. We're definitely doing um, the Summer Game Fest kickoff live, the Xbox showcase at Starfield Direct, and Ubisoft Forward on Monday. All of those will have the expected pre show, live show reaction, and then post show analysis on uh, the appropriate uh, kind of funny shows. So it's going to be the same crew for all of them. Me, Mike, Andy, Greg, and Bless. Um, All five of us will be going down to Summer Game Fest Play Days to hang out with Paris and a whole bunch of people from the gaming industry. Uh, But we will be back here on Sunday to react to the uh, the Xbox showcase, and I can't wait for that. going to be a really great time. Once again, I'd like to thank Amazon Gaming and Summer Game Fest for partnering with us. With us this showcase season, of course, you can go to Amazon.com slash Summer Game Fest all summer long to discover the top new and upcoming games. Thank you again for your support. And of course, thank you for watching and listening. We'll see you later on this week for all the big game announcements. See you later, Xbox fans.